Welcome to the Living on Purpose podcast. I am your host, Maudie Wollner, a multiple business owner, life coach, busy mom of three, and curious student of life. This podcast is a place for inspired women to gather. Each week, I will share personal stories, quick inspo, strategies that you can implement right away, and engage in real conversations with badass women who have made the conscious decision to live a life on purpose one that they have intentionally designed and that they now demand. No more allowing our lives to be defined by everyone else. No more putting ourselves on the back burner. No more living in a state of default and never going after our goals or our dreams. We are going to live our best lives on our terms. Living on purpose is our goal and we're going to get after it starting right now. Welcome back to the podcast, my friends. You are in for such a treat today. I reached out to Jennifer Beatles uh, just a couple weeks ago to have her on the podcast because what she offers, especially to everyone, but to women, I think is something we're sharing. And I cannot wait to share her story and share her tips and um, inspire some action. So welcome to the podcast, Jennifer. Oh, thank you so much. I am so thrilled to be here and oh my have gosh. this conversation with you today. So thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Why don't we start with a brief introduction of Jennifer? Tell us about you and I want to know what's exciting you about your life right now as well. Yeah, I love that. So I am mom to Dylan who just started second grade today. I can't believe it. <gasps> Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wife to Travis. We are, I would say kind of part-time travelers, part-time world travelers. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, see myself as a coach, uh, of course, a real estate investor, business owner. Um, I wear a lot of different hats. I do a lot of different things on a daily basis. And all of this has been made possible thanks to our real estate portfolio that we started about 15 years ago. I feel like that's, gosh, aging myself a little bit, but I got started really, really young. Um, So what's really exciting about my life right now? Oh my gosh, there are so many great opportunities I feel like out there that are available to just your average everyday person. I I think that uh, it's a really exciting time for technology and entrepreneurship and, uh, you know, again, business, investing. Um, Of course, I view the United States as the greatest country in the world (laughs) for entrepreneurship and freedom. Um, and so, yeah, so I'm working on several different projects, uh, you know, I guess as it relates to my real estate portfolio, closing on a new property tomorrow, Ooh. In, which is exciting, uh, using none of my own money. And that's, uh, oh my God, a little bit about that. If you'd like, <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Okay. So but, but, but I do want to get into that for sure, because I think when someone, here's real estate investing. It feels, it may feel out of the possibility for me. Right. And so I do want to get into that for sure, but what I'd love to do is start with your story, start with, um, how you got started all that 15 years ago, and maybe it even started before then and kind of walk us through to where you are today. Absolutely. 
So my journey into real estate actually started at 21 years old. And I was working two jobs at the time and also going to community college, really just kind of trying to figure out life as a 21-year-old. I moved out at 18 and was just really kind of on this quest to figure out what I wanted to do in life and also uh, how I wanted to live my life. Mm -hmm. My parents were business owners. My grandfather was a business owner. So naturally, I I, I kind of gravitated toward this idea of owning some kind of business. Mm -hmm. Um, But there was also some downside. I saw my parents working all the time, seven days a week, having little to no freedom. My grandfather was the same way. And so I was trying to figure out how I could potentially own a business that have more freedom than my parents and my grandparents. And so, uh, yeah, so bought my first house at 21 years old. I saw it as an opportunity to learn about real estate investment because the property was in, you know, Marysville, Washington. Mm -hmm. It was a teeny little house on a multifamily zoned lot that was about a quarter acre. Mm -hmm. And so somehow I figured out that eventually I could turn that house, well, tear it down really. Uh, but essentially, you know, tear that down, build some multifamily properties. And, you know, I I kind of got started that way. Um, and then shortly, so that was February of 2007. And then shortly after that, I bought my first rental property, uh, that was in partnership with my parents. So they needed some tax write-offs. Uh, they had extra capital. They had no desire to do operations really like own, you know, investment properties, Mm -hmm. uh, but they wanted some passive income. And so I signed up to do all the dirty work and, you know, manage the property asset, manage it for them. Um, And so that was a really great partnership. So again, that was kind of my first zero down (laughs) partnership example Mm -hmm. uh, with my parents. And then again, after that, um, I really, I just, I focused on buying a minimum of one property a year Mm -hmm. and I had essentially no money to get started uh, so a lot of it was creative financing or, uh, to just be, you know, honest and Frank, uh, there's a couple of times where we like leveraged everything mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to, uh, to invest in real estate and buy real estate. Um, and you know, from there just, yeah, just really kept building. I, w- I would say the first five years was really one property a year. My husband and I leapfrogged meaning, uh, so we would buy an owner occupant, live there for, you know, the minimum 12 months. And then uh, it would be his turn to buy the next one. We would live there for 12 months. That was the really slow way of getting started. <laughs> yeah. But but it's but but it was it worked for us. That's absolutely you know, we, we did it. We took action. And um and so yeah, so I also got my real estate license in uh excuse May of 2009. I had no desire to actually sell real estate. I just wanted to get access to these properties mm. and also use the commission as part of the down payment. Mm-hmm. What I found though, is I had a lot of friends and family that were kind of paying attention to what we were doing in real mm-hmm. estate. And they said, can you help me find a rental property or can you help me get started? And so in 2010, I became a full-time agent, uh, solely focused on working with investors. And, and I found it was, it was a really great opportunity for me to learn and earn. So mm-hmm. I you know, was able to kind of learn through the experience of working with these you know, clients um, and also earn an income yeah. doing it. Uh, and, and 2010 was the year that we decided to get very serious about investing and, and saying, okay, we're helping others do this. We need to do it for ourselves so that eventually uh, you know, my husband could retire from his W-2. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we just would have a lot more freedom and, and choices. 
Um, so these days now we have about 281 units across eight different states. Mm. Uh, we have what I define as ultimate freedom, meaning mm. we can live anywhere, be anywhere in the world. This uh, income comes in. We just got back from nine weeks traveling yeah. Europe and, um, you know, everything went fine. Nothing, <laughs> nothing yeah. happened while we were gone. Uh, as it relates to our to our businesses and to our rental property, looks like we're now we've moved out of Seattle, Washington. We live in Arizona, and that's yeah, oh my that's god, two hundred and eighty-one units. That is so amazing. That that is it's so motivating for me. It's so inspiring to hear that, and I also love your um, path into coaching. Right, mm-hmm. you are just living living up and doing and taking action and others saw you do it and say, Hey, can you help me? And so tell us about the, the inner circle, because Mm -hmm. it's, it's not just, you're not selling, I'm assuming you're not selling real estate anymore. Right. Right. How are you still helping other people create this ultimate freedom that you talk about? Yes. Uh, that's such a great question. Um, so in, I think it was 2016, we started a local meetup group. And what was the the purpose behind that um, was really just to connect with other like-minded people. Mm -hmm. What I found is that entrepreneurship can be a bit lonely. Mm -hmm. And so it was my husband and I, and we had all of this free time. Now he had retired. I wasn't really working as much just because I didn't need to. Yeah, (laughs) We just kind of had uh, achieved the lifestyle that we had set out to achieve. And then we found ourselves calling our friends and saying, you know, Hey, do you want to go to Switzerland with us? Do you want to go to Mexico? Uh, You want to take, you know, the next week off and go to our family's cabin. And we just kept getting this feedback that was like, well, no, I I would need like six months to plan. I would have to go to my HR and like ask for permission. And, and so we just, we, we were getting a lot of feedback from friends and just saying, I don't have the freedom that you have but I'm really curious how, how I can basically do the same. Right. And so we started a meetup group in Woodenville, Washington. And I think the first event we had maybe like six people show up and, and it was just really, it was kind of a humbling moment. You know, I was super excited and prepared all these slides and, and had like a really good presentation about, you know, kind of the, the next steps and, and, you know, the, the kind of start to finish. And so we, we had a couple people show up. And then we did it again the next month and it was like 10 people <laughs> just uh-huh, kind of got uh-huh. larger. and it was really fun because people started to bring coworkers and friends yeah. and spouses and it turned into, gosh, maybe, uh, I don't know, like eight or nine months. And, you know, we had like 45, 50 people and Dang. we kept getting kicked out of venues. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, they were saying we, we, we don't have capacity for that many people. And so we just kind of kept bouncing around town, you know, looking for venues that were larger to fit this amount of people. And so anyways, we just had a blast Mm. and I had a lot of people coming up to me individually and saying, can you coach me? Can you be my mentor? What might that look like? Yeah. And, you know, I had to do a little bit of soul searching because that's not what we had set out to do. Mm. Um, I didn't want another job but mm-hmm. I also felt like I wanted to leave an impact and help others so that, you know, certainly we would have friends that we could call and say, <laughs> yes, you want to meet us in Bali or, you know, Switzerland or wherever. And so when COVID happened, it was really disappointing because our meetups got shut down. We, at that point we were up to, yeah, maybe like 75, a hundred wow. wanting to show up and we were kind of turning people away. 
And so uh, I think also me kind of feeling like stuck at home, like now what do we do? I, I wasn't able to feel fulfilled uh, like I was at these at these meetups. And so I thought, okay, why don't we bring this community online and we'll have it structured. I have, you know, content that I can share a roadmap on, on how to get there. Um, I also had built up this very large database of investor agents that had access to deals. And so I dreamed up this community, uh, and I really said, if I was just getting started or if Mm -hmm. I was maybe mid journey, but I really wanted to scale up, what would Mm -hmm. I need? And I determined that I would need, you know, access to somebody who has been there, done that, yep. that I could basically tie into uh, their experience, collapse time, and not have to go through, you know, all of the pain uh, mm-hmm. that, that Travis and I went through in, in learning. I wanted, you know, a like-minded community. So mm-hmm. others inside the community that were on the same path uh, that I could have conversations with, ask questions to. And then I wanted uh, access to deals. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's, a big challenge right now for most investors if, is if they're ready to go, they have the money to invest, but then it's like, well, but where do I invest? Right. How do I find an agent with deals? How do I get them committed to sending deals to me? How do I find property managers? All of these other things. Mm-hmm. And so I dreamed up this community and we launched in May of 2020 and we'd kept it small. Initially I said, ah, oh, maybe I'll just, you know, open it up to like 50 people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we, we ended up, and I think we opened the doors for like 48 hours and, uh, we ended up letting like 61 in because people were mad. They, they were like, I didn't get in, you know, they yeah. offered more spots. And so that was again, you know, a moment that I realized, okay, this is really something. And so now it's incredible. The results that our members have had, I literally just got off the phone uh, with a gentleman in Florida who started the year with just a primary residence, mm-hmm. and now he has eight properties. Oh my god! Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. I mean, of course, like we play a very, very small part in their journey. I mean, you know, the success is all him, but I think it's also the environment that you're in, and yeah. and you know, the ability to kind of plug into a system and a community mm-hmm. that's in support of your goals, and I- so. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Okay. And so tell us, can you just, can you give us a sneak peek behind the curtains to this online community? Because I'm a part of it. uh, And I freaking, I love, I love everything about it because literally, like you said, it ticks all the boxes for what would someone who wants to do this need? So can you tell us if we were to log in to the Mm -hmm. inner circle, what would someone see? What would they yeah. get? Yeah. So again, you know, I, I, well, when I was creating it, I decided, you know, I, I see that there's a lot of other options out there for courses, right? Oh, right. And so you have like, you know, courses that you can take and kind of learn from that, but then there's still always that next step, right? There's, that doesn't really solve all of the problems that, uh, that an investor has in terms of like, you know, who to work with and, and how to ask questions and, and kind of get feedback. And so, uh, so within the inner circle, you know, we have a dashboard that, uh, kind of takes it to, to different calls. So obviously things are changing, you know, mm-hmm. in the economic environment that we're in right now, it's entirely different from a year ago. Right. And so we need to have relevant content, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to kind of 
share with our members what's happening today and kind of how to uh, basically position yourself to thrive in this mm-hmm. next economic cycle that we're entering into and that we're currently in right now. And so we usually do between like three to four calls a month mm-hmm. um, on different topics related to different steps in the journey, related to different um, you know things that, again, that are very relevant today. Uh, we also have a community forum so that anyone can go in in real time and get feedback, yeah. uh, essentially like crowdsource yeah. answers from inside the community. And then we also have uh, a deal marketplace. And so that's really fun. So again, we have a lot of investors who maybe have uh, like three, five properties, but they're wanting to get to the next level and they're wanting to figure out what their next market should be. And so essentially they can shop from our deal marketplace, which includes on and off market deals from all across the country. And some of these deals are single family homes. Some of them are apartment complexes. We've got small multifamily, a little bit of everything. Um, And you can kind of filter by return on investment. You can Mm -hmm. filter based on year built, property type, Mm -hmm. budget, a lot of different things. And every property, of course, is submitted by an agent that has kind of pre-underwritten the deal. And so again, what I found as an investor, when I wanted to scale, you know, out of state, it was kind of like, where do I go? Do I start on like Redfin? Do I start on Mm -hmm. Zillow? Mm -hmm. But first in order to do that search, I would need to know what market to look in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I would would need to have a lot of kind of information ahead of time. Yeah. And so what we found is, um, you know, again, I think seeing specific deals, it's a little bit easier to determine where to go next based on does this deal meet my criteria and the criteria being tied to my ultimate goal, right. which is either cash flow or appreciation mm-hmm. focus and, you know, things like that. So, so yeah, so the community is pretty much comprised yeah. of live calls, a uh, community forum. We do have pre-recorded video content mm-hmm. related to getting started, the ability yeah. to book a one-on-one call for investors that have questions or need yeah. help with their strategy, and then also access to deals. It is literally. Thank you for going over that because it is literally a one-stop shop for, in my opinion, all of your real estate investment needs questions from square one all the way up to, like you said, you know, some of the deals on there are huge commercial buildings, right. That are available. And so I think it's, I think it's you, you do, you do feel just the, the coolest, the coolest need. Um, I was talking to, um, we went out with a, um, another couple last night, my husband and I, and we were talking about, uh, working and the gentleman said, well, in seven years, he's military in seven years, I'll be able to retire with a full pension. And I have to say my heart, I was envious. I was like, Mm. Whoa, how amazing that you are going to be able to stop working yet still acquire income. And I was thinking this morning, you know, like basically with your portfolio, you can create our, we can create our own pension. Yes. And how important is that? Right. So it got me really excited again, just how, like looking at it and even talking to Tom about it in a different way. Yes. It, it got me excited about it. So that's why I think it's important for me. Why do you think real estate investing is so important? And why is it important for women? I love this question. That's a great question. And I 100% agree. Um, You know, I think that there's really two ways to build wealth. It's own a business or invest in real estate. 
everything else is kind of like coupled into that. You don't yeah. become wealthy working nine to five. You just, mm-hmm. you just don't. Yeah. You're always trading time for money. And I've met a lot of people who earn really high wages, but unfortunately, you know, they're kind of tied to that job because, mm-hmm. you know, they have a specific lifestyle and they don't see another path. And so real estate, like owning a business, um, of course, has so many advantages. Um, you know, the ability to essentially earn monthly distributions in the form of cash flow. Uh, so on some of our properties, I mean, we could make thousands of dollars on like one property. But then at the end of the day, when we file our taxes, we are filing a tax loss. And so it's, it's kind of like, you know, just the, the ability to earn money, but then essentially write off all of the expenses and yeah. pay, you know, zero taxes or, right. or you know, get a refund. Yeah. Um, you don't have that ability when you're working nine to five mm-hmm. and you're working, you know, the system is very much in uh, rewarding business owners and mm-hmm. investors, mm-hmm. obviously just based on how the, the taxes uh, are done. And so I think that that's really important. I also think that it's incredibly important to have a plan B. And so I think in, in my opinion, and this is you know uh, probably wildly different than most people, but I think it's incredibly risky to rely on one source of income, which is a W-2. Because at any point we're seeing this happening Right yeah. now, as we're having, as we're recording this, is a lot of the tech companies are doing layoffs. You know, this is kind of just a really interesting time. And so yeah. at any moment, your boss can come in and give you what a, a pink slip. And essentially that is your income stream that has been shut off, right? It right. your income is goes to zero, right? right. When you're laid off. And so uh by having these investments again that are producing income regardless of where you're at in the world, regardless of you know if you're working or not, it's really just I, I love how you put it, uh, of building your own pension. Yeah. It it really is. Uh, and then add on top of that the asset appreciation. Mm. So imagine you have these tenants who are paying down a mortgage right. and then the property value is going up. You're getting monthly distributions in the form of cash flow, and yet you're getting tax incentives for actually owning these real estate investments. So I can't think of any other better investment uh, than real estate. And and again, it also, there's this, uh, you know, kind of feel the social aspect of just knowing that, you know, a lot of the Mm. properties that we buy are in like nice neighborhoods, but they Mm -hmm. are undermanaged. Um, and you know, maybe not in the best condition, mm-hmm. but we're able to go in, improve the condition, yeah. uh, provide safe, affordable, clean housing for families. And wow. it feels really good to do that. Absolutely. I was, my husband was riding my child's scooter the other day, you know, like the, the fast little scooter around the neighborhood. And I was like, well, were you wearing a helmet? And he said, no, I'm like, oh my God. Tom, if some if you fell and broke your leg, you can't work. You cannot fly planes. Right. And so, like, not only with a pink slip example before Plan B, there's also like illness or injury or Our life happens. You're right. Exactly. 100%. Exactly. Okay. And so, okay, here's what I think. If I was listening and I wasn't part of the inner circle, I would say that sounds great for you, Jennifer. That sounds great for you, Maudie. And I don't even know where to start. Like that seems unattainable for me. Yes. What would you say to that person? The very first start should be a house hack. And so, like, look, we all have to live somewhere. 
if you can, you can even do this with a rental property. So if you're renting right now mm-hmm. and you choose to rent an apartment, that's a larger apartment and you, you know, rent out one of the bedrooms to mm-hmm. a friend or family and kind of subsidize that housing payment, because look like housing expenses are very high right now. Yeah. Right. I mean, rents are up mortgages, mortgage costs have increased by like 50% since the beginning of the year, but that's really the first step is figure out how to get your monthly housing payment either paid for by a property that you own or your rent covered by maybe some other people that are, uh, or another person that is like living in your apartment or mm-hmm. in the place that you live. Um, so that would be number one. That's the easiest way to start. That's how my husband and I started, right. Is, uh, now, now of course we chose to buy the real estate and then, um, we had a couple times too, where, yeah, we rented out rooms and in a house to friends and, and kind of supplemented that mortgage payment. The next opportunity would be to consider buying a investment property, right. So a property that you don't necessarily live in. Um, I think a lot of times people give me this feedback of great. I don't have, I don't have the money. Like, right. Like, you yes. find the down payment. Yeah. Like, I don't have a hundred thousand dollars laying around or whatever. Right. And that's where you can get into the ability to partner with others. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people out there that would love to invest in real estate, but they don't have the time. They don't have the knowledge or they don't know where to start. And so this, uh, so I mentioned I'm closing on a deal tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And we have a partner that is bringing a hundred percent of the down payment. So consider uh, anytime you're buying an investment property, the bank is typically going to cover anywhere from 70 to 80% of the purchase price. In this deal that we're closing on Friday, we also have a $238,000 renovation budget mm-hmm. and the bank is covering that. Wow. So the bank will pay, will, will, will cover this renovation budget where we're stacking it into one loan. And so we have an investor that's coming in, high income earner, doesn't own any other properties, he needs tax write-offs. And so he's coming in. uh, When we form this partnership, everyone gets a K-1 and that's essentially, uh, you know, everyone kind of shares in the tax benefits. And so uh, we'll do some, you know, creative tax strategy there with the cost segregation and depreciation and all of these renovations. And so he'll be able to write off uh, probably 30 to 40% of the investment. Mm -hmm just back on his tax benefits from investing in this deal. Wow. And so now, so, so for those who are saying, okay, this is great. I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, there's, you're just going to have to do some research. Um, Of course we talk about this inside of the inner circle about what it looks like to do JV partnerships or even work with a private lender. Mm -hmm. Um, I've done that many, many times where I have a private lender fund a hundred percent of the deal. I will go in and do all the work, renovate the property get it refinanced into my name, pay off the private lender. And so they essentially get interest payment and we can do it that way too. There's so many different creative options for getting into real estate with essentially no money. Now you do have to have some knowledge and skill. Mm-hmm. Right? You need to know, you know what you're doing. You need to be able to find a great deal, analyze it, make sure that it makes sense. And so, yeah, so, you know, of, of course we teach this inside the inner circle, but you can also Google it. You can listen to podcasts, YouTube videos, Right. just become a student and learn all of these different techniques and take action. And you do provide the way to accumulate knowledge inside the inner circle. And you also provide the the people who actually have the skill. (laughs) 
Right. <laughs> you, you provide the, the investor agents, right? The people yes. who are in Tennessee are in Florida or in these other states who actually, what did you, what did you say? They pre-underwrite or yes. the yes. deal and before, before they post it. So, yes. so a, you know, $500,000 deal that doesn't cash flow. You're not going to see that on right inside the inner circle. Right. Okay. Do you have yeah, any, do you have any success stories that you can share with us from your members? I do. I do. Yeah. So I have a couple. Um, once we just had a member join about a month ago and a uh, small business owner, no free time, mm. him and his wife are operators. Mm -hmm. And he had reached out a couple of months ago and said, it's time. My wife is tired. We've got a teenage kids that they don't, they just don't have a whole lot of free time, mm -hmm. you know, to spend with. And so he said, I want the fast track. Yeah. You tell me what to do. I'll do it. And let's see. So he joined 30 days ago. He has four fourplexes and a 10 unit. What? 30 days. Oh my. And they're all cash. 26 units. Yeah. And they're all in the all cash flow. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And this is in two different states and he's okay. on the other side of the country, West coast. And these are in yeah, Missouri and Minnesota. Can I ask what his investment needed to be to make that happen? Yeah. So he had about 700,000 to mm -hmm. work with, yep. uh, sold a property and then had the proceeds from that. Wonderful. Wow. Yeah. But again, you could have also done it bringing partners in. It doesn't have to be your own money that you're you investing. Wow. And can I ask, do you know how much the cash flow is after 30 days? I think that he will be very close to netting about 12,000 a month. Wow. Yeah. His goal is 50,000 by the end of the year, a month in net cash yeah, flow. Yeah. By the end of the year. Yes. Oh my God. That's so exciting. So really, really, you could, you could do this in a minute. You could do this in a month. And I think Absolutely. that is another preconception that I myself have had is I hear Jennifer's story and you started at 21. I'm like, well, fuck, I'm 41. <laughs> like I'm too late, right? But what you're saying is actually there's a way, oh. there's a way to ca catch up, let's call it. Oh, a hundred percent. And uh, yeah, so he's, he would be, or, or they, that couple, uh, they're going to be in their early fifties. And so again, it, so, you know, I have a, I have a soft place in my heart for business owners, of course, because yeah. I saw my parents, you know, work seven days a week. They have no pension, right. you know, they'll get like a little bit of social security. Social security probably won't be left for us, of course, by the time. Right. And so, but you know, they, they have no assets other than their own primary residence has been paid off. And so they're getting to the point where they're at retirement, but they don't have any passive income that would be coming in. Right. And so for me, um, I think business owners are, um, you know, sometimes the best entrepreneurs, right? Because you just have to yeah. get a little bit scrappy and just kind of right, creative right. And, uh, in how you do things. And so, uh, so it's really exciting for me to see small business owners, you know, apply this and kind of think about how can I take some business profits mm -hmm. and essentially invest those into these passive income streams so that I don't have to actively or materially participate in order for this income to come in. Yeah. I have another fun story uh, of a W-2 couple. Mm. So uh, we, uh, it was the first time we had hosted this event. It was in Spokane, Washington, and we decided to mm. do these investor trips. 
And we had a couple fly in from the Midwest. They were both W-2 income earners earning really great wages. Um, And so they were kind of on the path of, we'll work until we're in our 60s and maybe, you know, retire at 62 or whatever, collect Mm -hmm. our, you know, pensions, 401ks, you know, whatever. And the wife had convinced the husband to attend this event. He was not into real estate. They only owned one primary residence, which happened to be a triplex. So they had made a really smart decision there, Um, but they weren't sure what was next. So they, you know, made this smart decision on the triplex, but like, how do I get investment properties beyond that? And so anyways, I remember the husband specifically was, you know, sitting, we we were in this big room and he just kind of had his arms crossed, looking very skeptical about what we were talking about. Um, wasn't really into it. And at the end I, I had asked, I said, like, are you, like, are you guys going to do this? Are you going to take the next step? Yeah. And she said, I don't know. I think we need to kind of digest everything that we learn and go from there. And so she called me about two weeks later and said, we're in, like, yeah, we're going to do this. And so that was 2018. He retired two years later. Oh my God. Become a full-time investor and basically yep. be their asset manager. She retired two months ago. Oh my! And now they are both full-time real estate investors. And it's and it's just it's the coolest thing. I mean, again, they were kind of on this like corporate path. You know, we're going to do this until we're sixty. Right, yeah, the only path that they knew, the only path that yes we know, or right that we're taught in right. school. Right, that, in school. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's just, it's so fun to hear that, you know, so maybe we're uh, unusual in that we're a community that celebrates quitters. (laughs) Yes. Oh my, oh my God. On a podcast episode, we did a couple, uh, a couple weeks ago, I had a coach on there who was talking about being pro quitter. Like I'm pro quitting. I'm pro quitting all the stuff we don't, we don't like, we don't want to do anymore. 100%. Oh my gosh. Okay. So if someone was curious and wanted to learn more about the inner circle and real estate investing, where would you send them? Yeah, you can visit our website. It's addicted to ROI and you can book into a call with Dina, uh, who also she retired her husband 10 years early from Boeing. Uh, incredible story. She's also an incredible person, uh, owns investment properties all over. Um, but yeah, book into a call with Dina. Um, mm-hmm. She can answer any questions and just kind of give you some, yeah, some more information about the community, see if it's a fit. Right. And, uh, and she does that every Wednesday. Okay. Awesome. And that is definitely how I started as well. This free call oh, where yes. we get to hop on and yes. we'll make sure to put that website in the uh, show notes for sure. So I could, I could keep this conversation just going because I've always been passionate about real estate and I'm very passionate about women, women living on purpose. And I think this is a brilliant, one of the, one of the most brilliant ways to do it. Mm -hmm. And so I just really appreciate you being on the podcast. And before we wrap up, I'm curious, what do you, what would you say living on purpose means to you? Yes. Well, again, thanks for having me. Um, So living on purpose to me, is essentially designing your ideal lifestyle. And so I think that that's not something that, especially as a woman, I think sometimes we just kind of fall into this. I'm mom. I got to take care of the kids. We've got to just make sure that everyone else is taken care of first. Mm. 
And I think it's really important to to take the time and stop and say, what does living my ideal lifestyle look like? So for me, so years ago, I, you know, spent the time kind of designing that and, and it was, you know, I want to have the ability to spontaneously decide to surprise my family with a trip yeah. or uh, take eight weeks off at a time and explore a new country. Yeah. I want to, uh, you know, fly the grandparents business mm-hmm. class or first class to come and visit us. I really love spoiling the people that I love. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so to me, that's really, really important. And again, the only reason why I'm able to do that is because of these investments yeah. um, and the hard work that we put in to, to kind of get to the place that we're at. And so really it's, it's just living the lifestyle that feels right to me, you know, leaning into my purpose, to my passion. I do feel like I'm called to, you know, essentially spread the message that this is possible, that it's doable, no matter where you live, where you come from, what your background is, it's entirely possible. And so living on purpose is just, is living that like fulfilled lifestyle, doing what I want to do when I want to do it. Oh, I love it. That's perfect. That's absolutely perfect. Thank you again. I cannot wait. And I also cannot urge our listeners enough, like take this next step, take the action to go to click on the link, go to the website and book a call. There is literally no risk. The only, the only thing that you're risking is that time, right? Is the opportunity cost of what else you would be doing during that time, which you'd probably be scrolling your phone. (laughs) Take the risk to hop on one of these calls and and see what happens. So thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Living on Purpose podcast. It has been a blast hanging out with you. If you loved this week's episode, please hit that subscribe button. That way you won't miss any future goodness we throw your way. Craving community and connection with like-minded badass women? Feel free to join us in the Living on Purpose Facebook group. And of course, the best gift that you could possibly give is an honest review on iTunes. All right, that's it. Until next time, always keep living on purpose.